All right. Welcome to the Decompression Chamber. I am your host, Andrea, and joining me today is fellow sailor, Devin. Devin, how you doing today? Doing good. How you doing, Andrea? I'm doing awesome. Thanks so much for coming on, man. I, I really appreciate it and really excited to get your story. Uh, I, I first got to meet you, I think, probably about two years ago now at, uh, I think it was uh, Bonnie and uh, and Mandy's show. Uh, yep. We, we each got to... Yeah, we each got to do a little bit of comedy, yeah. and uh, and and then shortly after that, it was like, yeah, Devin's joining the Navy, and I, I'm old and cynical, and I kind of went, no, but uh, you know, at the same time, I was also really excited for you, but uh, but yeah, what um, you know, other than that, the more present stuff, the last couple of years, you know, I don't know know much about your background, so uh, why don't you bring me up to speed? Where are you where are you from? So I'm from Long Island, New York. Uh, grew up in Deer Park, and then most of the last few years in New York were spent in Patchogue. All right. So went to high school. Went high. Went to high school in Babylon. Okay. All right. And uh, you growing up, any brothers, sisters, or? I have three brothers. Uh, the first one, the oldest one, is. From the same dad, different mom, mm-hmm. uh, next to same mom, different dad, and then me at the end. Okay, yeah, I've I've got my my older siblings are half siblings too, so I I uh, I get that. All right, awesome. I mean, were they were they much older, or you guys grew up together? Uh, my dad was old when he met my mom, so yeah, probably my oldest brothers. There's a pretty big uh, age discrepancy. Yeah, yeah. No, kind of same deal here. Like my sister's twelve years older, and my brother's about eight years older, I think. Yeah. So, I well, and then you know, people talk about growing up, especially with brothers, like they beat you up or whatever else. It's like it's already a bummer if they've got one or two years on you, but when it's like better part of a decade, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my brother. Yeah, but my brother was also like a marine in the military by the time oh, I was wow. born. So oh, if yeah. you're just an adult beating the shit out of a two-year-old, you're well, just kind of yeah. a bad guy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess in that case, it's kind of more of a felony, bigger, bigger discrepancy. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's going to jail. Like that's yeah. not even like older brother bullying anymore. <laughs> okay, good point. Yeah, I, I didn't realize he was that much older. Okay, so was that kind of your first exposure to the military? Like, hey, I got an older brother serving, and uh, yes, he was the. I think he was the first one that I was conscious about. Yeah. was in the military like he was the only one that i remember seeing him in his uniform at graduation uh when he graduated from it was paris island yeah okay. paris island yeah so he's he's the only one that i'm like i have a i there's literally a picture of me as a toddler being held by him while he's in the uniform and that was what i'm i always thought until i was like eight mm-hmm. that the military was just the marines Right, right. Well, I literally just like it's just the Marines, and then I found out later other, others. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so later after that, I found out my grand. So my grandfather, I started kind of paying attention to. The, my grandpa's an old Navy vet, mm-hmm. so he has, you know, those old vets. They have the hat, the that yeah. old hat with USS like ship on it right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the pins on it and everything. For sure. I was like. I just always thought, like, wow, that's a cool hat. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. if it's, it's either their ship or, like, if they're in, you know, specific conflict or war, they've got that on there. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
yeah, he's he's one of those. Yeah, I have my American Legion hat. I wear that fairly often. <laughs> you, rock, you rock the Legion hat? Yeah, yeah. I, I joined my American Legion post because uh, I decided I need to hang out with uh, dudes in their 70s and 80s every Saturday morning. But it's it's fun. It's, you know, great, great group. They're fun uh, to talk to. Yeah, yeah. They're they always are. fun to talk Um. You, I don't know if you want me to get into where I'm at now, but I most yeah yeah. So I'm a hospital corpsman. Awesome. So I'm an HM in the Navy. Mm-hmm. I'm stationed in DC right now, okay. DC area. I'm at Walter Reed uh, National. Yeah, so I'm at the hospital over there. Wow. And I just see old veterans constantly. Oh, like that's mostly sure. what I see them more than active duty. Honestly, that's right. Right. What, yeah, and. They're the funnest people when you get to talk to them. Yes. Especially like the old salt dogs, like those Korean War, World War II veteran like type guys. Yeah, yeah. Funnest people to talk to. Yeah, they've they've got great stories and uh and yeah, and in terms of, you know, probably your your patient care and everything else, you know, you probably thought you're going to be dealing more with like, you know, combat medicine and you know, treating gunshot wounds or whatever else. It's like eh, a lot of medicines more like internal medicine, yeah. you know, less traumatic and you're dealing with an older population. Um, interesting to hear that the military's no, uh, <laughs> no different from that. Um, but yeah. Okay. So you, uh, and then, uh, so you got older brother in the Marines, you got uh, grandpa from old school Navy. Uh, and, but, you made the decision. You went with the Navy. So what, uh, how did you decide and what made you finally decide to pull the trigger? So you remember me from comedy. Mm-hmm. Like when we met, I think you even said something because I was wearing like a dark blue shirt or yeah, something like I remember that when I was on stage. Yeah. And I think it was a very tight shirt that I was working out at the time. So that's probably why it came off as military-esque vibes. I also always had like a short haircut and stuff. So yeah. And you, you said, are you in? The, I think you said, are you in the Navy or military? Well, yeah, because we used to wear blueberries, and that was the undershirt was a blue shirt like that. Oh, I didn't know that that was the old blueberry shirt. Yeah. I, our ours ours is gross and yellow now. We have the <laughs> we had that bright yellow one. It's yeah, the PT like shirt. A, oh, it's hideous. Oh God, it's a total eyesore. Yeah. I mean. I and the the so it looks terrible the uh fabric it's like it was made by someone to just torture like I think there was it was designed by uh, some type of high ranking official to just yeah. make boot camp a little more terrible for people oh yeah by just having this awful fabric on you constantly yeah it's yeah what is like saran wrap but won't tear that was kind of <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> that's exactly it yes yeah yeah terrible piece of clothing terrible uniform item they yeah. they changed it now and it's now it's now like the it's like dark blue dry fit oh good super good. upscale they and the people that got it were it was literally two classes behind me in boot camp graduation of course is when they started start, yeah of course yeah me and my friends were so we were furious uh, after we graduated because yeah. we got to core school and the next group after us one they got so with their contract they got that built-in uh bonus mm, for yep. joining as corpsman yeah yeah which we just 
Yeah, so they got the bonus, and then they also got the dry fit clothes. And that was the one moment where I went, oh, fuck this next generation. You guys are terrible. <laughs> yeah, they you get just, all the good stuff. What the hell? You guys had they, uh, literally the immediate group after me has it way better than me. And it's infuriating. Well, and it, the Navy changes uniforms at such an astonishing rate. It, I mean, they really do. When I was getting in uh, in 2009, I was among the first classes, I think, that were getting the blueberry uniforms, which is like a blue digital camo pattern and just a completely dumb looking uniform. So we were getting away from the utilities, you know, the light blue shirt, uh, dark blue slacks. And so that, you know, that got phased out. Then we had the blueberries. And then uh, when I got to my first command, like it was... Uh, security so we had the battle dress uniform so we got issued those then when i went over to bahrain then we had we had switched over to the type threes and it's like how many damn uniforms do i have i was only in for four years <laughs> it's just ridiculous yeah it doesn't sound like much has changed but hopefully if it has changed it's maybe a little bit for the better yeah i i, I think it's pretty crazy how much uniforms change i didn't know how much they changed until i got in and they were like man you guys don't know how easy had i missed my blueberries i missed my blue digis and stuff like that yeah and now i got we got the green ones we have the type threes and stuff okay yeah well type threes aren't terrible and it also is kind of nice because then um well i guess it depends on command but you can wear uh you can wear suede boots so you don't have to shine them which is kind of nice but i think if you're yes. stateside you do you have to wear but i don't know i don't remember the rules i don't know why we're talking about uniforms like this is <laughs> I, crazy minutia so you can still wear so i mean as, as soon as we got to we're at a hospital yeah. so we're not really um like you were like bahrain right or any we're not in the field or anything so there is no reason to really have the suede boots true but also everyone i know immediately bought them as like right before they graduated chorus school of course because because why because the black boots you know how you remember how they were just yeah. so uncomfortable oh yeah they yeah well and uh yeah because they're made by Bates and they've got a contract and like the sole will just tear right off like i mean they're just they're such garbage garbage footwear so yeah if you could buy your own stuff and not have to shine it all the better but um all right, so yeah, you were uh, you're definitely thinking about joining. You had the blue shirt and everything when I met you. You're working out, so you know you're going to be going to boot camp. Um, what uh, so, what made you choose the Navy, and how did you choose Corman? So when I met you, I wasn't for that last year before I left. I wasn't totally considering. Okay, I wasn't. I was playing around with the idea of joining the military. Sure, I'd always been kind of playing around with that. Uh, I was going to do it. I was heavily considering it before graduating high school. Yeah. Yeah. And, but halfway through my senior year, my dad had a stroke. Oh man. He was, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's, it's fine. It's uh, so he was, he was paralyzed on his left side. Oh wow. So me and my mom for the next few years, we're, we were just taking care of him. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. I didn't think about, I didn't think about, I couldn't even possibly consider leaving going oh yeah you know doing any of that stuff yeah and so when you so when you saw me 
it was pretty fresh after I think he had passed at that time a little oh. bit maybe a little bit before even oh wow I'm so sorry uh it, it's it's okay I, I I there's only like one response I can always have for it which is just like oh, that's, that's fine. I'm like yeah yeah but not, you know it's still tough everything yeah, yeah it was still tough mm-hmm. and I just so I just remember like after he passed thinking okay well he was the only reason why I was staying here yeah yeah honestly only reason why I was staying and he had always wanted me to join the Navy mm-hmm. I never fully considered the Navy it was never like yeah the, it was never the only choice to me mm-hmm. I was thinking about the Air Force I never really thought about the Marines even though my brother was Marine yeah yeah uh Army I considered mm-hmm so the first place I went to to talk to recruiters was actually the Air Force. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I went to an Air Force recruiting office. And to me, I just wanted jobs that would translate well to first responder type jobs when I get out. Smart. Yeah. Really good. So that's what I wanted to do. There you so, go. Yeah. So for Air Force, I was looking at the other side of your job which would be for air force security forces yep so you know you and you remember what that entails you know sure che- yeah just checking the keep standing yeah. at the gate checking ids things like that more it's more detailed than that and everything like that mm-hmm. you know uh keeping good order and discipline around the command and stuff right yeah and yeah, uh, you, sorry. Oh, well, I was just going to say, yeah, I, the funny thing of it was is I chose security forces, but, like, checking IDs never crossed my mind. And, like, thank God I never did it, but it's like, wow, what mind-numbingly dull work. It's like, do you want me to be a flagger on a road crew, too? I mean, it's just so boring. <laughs> I, I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what it was really either. I thought it was yeah. just going to be more like, all right, I'm in a car. I'm yeah. driving around base. I just thought it was going to be, like, the military equivalent to you know miami vice like just driving around <laughs> base all day yeah you yeah you think of it as being something cool not what it really is yeah, yeah. you're thinking you're you know busting in you're heads kicking, or whatever oh, you're, you're kicking down doors you're, yeah, you're driving yeah. Around to high speed low drag <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah that's what you think and then reality sets in uh, it goes the same for corman by the way too i mean i'm it, sure unless unless you get it really what you have in the idea that you have in your head is okay here's what it's going to be i'm going to be green side i'm going to be out in the field yes i'm going to be hanging with the marines kicking ass taking names all that stuff right and that's what i wanted i got sent to i'm happy where i'm at now i'm mm-hmm. at i'm at uh i'm in dc i'm in a hospital which i think is kind of good training for the next command that i'm going to mm-hmm absolutely Uh, but and it is it is slower it's definitely a slower atmosphere slower right yeah but i still like it like it's still nice i love my job my job's hands-on too yeah i still get to see patients i still get to do medical stuff awesome but it's just yeah but you're kind of like i'm in a clinical environment so it's kind of like yeah. You're like a med assistant at some point, CNA type. 
sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, maybe doing blood draws, taking vitals, stuff like that. Yeah. But that's, yeah. I mean, that's great experience, especially did you have any kind of medical training before going in? No, no, I didn't have any medical training prior. I, the only physical science related job before that was I was a personal trainer at an LA fitness. Like that was, oh, that's it. great. No, that's good too. Yeah. I mean, you got to have some command of physiology and, you know, uh, range of motion, agonist, antagonist, muscle group, you know, stuff like that. It's maybe yeah. not something that comes in handy as a corpsman, but you know, certainly helps with, uh, maybe a lot of the, uh, anatomy training. You already have some of that down. Cool. Yeah. Telling, telling people how many reps they could really hit to get a better biceps, uh, <laughs> doesn't really come into handy at the hospital. No, no, I don't imagine it does. Yeah, it, I'm sure those Korean War veterans you're dealing with aren't worried about, you know, their summer beach bodies or anything, so. <laughs> Listen, Commander, I know I know you want to come here to get checked for skin cancer right now, but first, do you know how you can make your tries way sharper? Let me show you a few things. Yeah, just a few sets of skull crushers. That'll be safe. <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you what you're doing wrong with your squat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. First off. <laughs> you can't do a squat. That's problem number one because you're aging. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Second, you're missing a leg. Yeah. But we could change that. Yeah. You, no, it's cool. Goblets. You can do goblet squats. There's yeah. still an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So like you say, it's a, it's a science, somewhat of a scientific background, but not really applicable yeah. to what you're doing now. Um, and then remind me again, a school, it used to be in great lakes. It's in Fort Sam Houston now, right? Yep. Fort Sam. Okay. Yeah, Fort Sam in San Antonio. Very nice. Well then you wouldn't have been too far away from security forces school for the air force or, uh, or Navy either. Just over no, there in Lackland. I have a few buddies who were MAs who were, they got that a school over there. Nice. We occasionally cross paths here and there. I'm just out and about in San Antonio. Of course like in town mm -hmm. their a school is way shorter than ours yeah ours is super short too actually not now i'm saying it loud but it's it's like a what a month and a half two months uh yeah i seem to remember corman school being 11 weeks maa school was like eight weeks i think oh i was thinking about ma school no core school for us was it was like three and a half months. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Quite a bit Quite a bit longer than I recollect. Good. Yeah, they're maybe training you up on some other stuff. Good. Good. And then, uh, then uh, with I mean, you got a class. How big is your class going through? Uh, so the class I start, I got rolled back. So the class I started with, they it was about, when I got there, at least 100, like around 100, like, Wow. Maybe a couple below or a couple above, but that was about it. Wow. That's that's a lot of people. <laughs> but Yeah. And well, so the attrition rate is pretty high because of the first test. Oh, interesting. Everyone calls the first yeah, everyone calls the first test the Corman killer. Oh, okay. Interesting. I had uh, no idea. Oh, so it's uh, so you're getting f there from boot camp. Mm -hmm. All you've been focused on is sailor stuff. Yes. for a whole two months of course you get here and now it's so it's knee so it's corman history here's the partial part of the test 
they didn't make me sign an NDA or anything for this. So I was like, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I'm tricks for the trade for anyone listening who wants to become a Corbin. Here's what the test was for us. Corman history. So like, who's the first African-American Corman? What was the name of the Corman rating went uh, earlier on? Like when it first started, mm-hmm. uh, how many Corman received a medal of honor, this and that. And it's questions like that. Uh, where was the first core school? Where was the third core school? Okay. Uh, things like that. Next is Nad Avman stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, that would kill me. I was never good at that stuff. <laughs> I hate that was the worst part of the test for me. Yeah, I failed. I took that test twice. I failed on it the first time, oh, and it's solely the Nav Admin that got me hard. That got me completely, yeah. and it was heavy Nav Admin. I anything. If I if I asked anything as Master Drums, I'm like, wait, what is the you know the regulation? Da, da, da. Oh, you can find it in Nav Admin. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll never know what it is then. <laughs> like, All right. You know what? Never mind. I'll just take your word for it. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, never I'll looking just trust you. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. Oh god. So and that's is that what got you rolled back? You're allowed to take it a second time. You pass the second time, but so well, it's that, and the third part is just like general like basic physiology and stuff like that okay so i did okay on the physiology part did okay on corman history it was definitely the nav admin that got me oh for sure yeah uh but i did and then i passed the second time around it was no problem okay so how much uh schooling do they have you go through before that first test any before the, it's literally like a week oh okay, there yeah. a week yeah that's yeah. That's how most A schools are. I remember like the first test in uh, Master at Arms school being like the first week, a bunch of people failed. But I don't know. Yeah, I I think that's most tests that outside of CS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> CS has got to be. It's like it's a two week school. What are you doing? <laughs> we'll just give you yeah. one test. <laughs> when I found out that was a two week school, I was like, "That's a two week school." And then I heard that a lot. I'm like, "Yeah, it's two week school." I'm like, yeah, it kind of makes sense a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Why even bother having like a graduation or anything? But all right. So yeah, you get make it through the first test, and then I'm sure you know the, all the rest of the three three and a half months you're doing school is is well spent on you know probably poking each other's arms and learning to get IVs in and everything else. We, we got to stab each other. Yeah. Sweet. We got to stab. Yeah. What about intubation? Needles, needles on each other. Oh, all the all the good stuff. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome wow that's uh yeah that's pretty hardcore i uh never done an iv on anyone i was i was an emt in a former life but you know we never did ivs as emts i've intubated someone once but yeah that's that's been about it but uh awesome okay so then uh then you at what point uh it's probably before you graduate, right? You get uh, you get orders to your first command. Yeah, mine were actually late. I had like really late orders. Yeah, I, yeah, I was worried that I was going to be one of those people waiting in uh, TMD. Or for anyone who doesn't know TMD, it's just like you're basically kind of on hold for a while until you get orders. Right. Or maybe you had maybe you had orders, but you got injured, so you can't leave yet. So you're not medically ready. Mm-hmm. so you're just kind of doing watch yeah like yeah. you're you're at your a school and you're just doing watch constantly for the next few weeks even after you graduate if you yeah. graduate mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It, and it, I was worried I was going to be that guy. Oh, so, right, right. Yeah. Nobody wants so to be was, left behind. <laughs> oh, God, no. No, constant watch. I was like, nah, I couldn't do it. Because it's just always just being in... I saw all my friends and they were just in their dress whites constantly doing like the quarter deck thing. Just permission to go ashore. Permission granted to go ashore. Permission to come board. Permission granted to come board. Oh, like God. things like that. And do that all day. I, nah. Yeah. That, that seemed like the worst, worst stuff ever. Like, oh, watch. Ugh. No, thank you. Well, and yeah. And, and yeah, because then it's also because you're kind of more under a microscope because you're kind of almost like for show in a way. And I, I don't like that, you know. And it's not what you signed up for. It's like no, I want to. I'm a corpsman. I'm trained to do that. Let's let's get me out. Um, now, in terms of your class, uh, I mean, tons of people in there. I mean, they were they, you guys just like scattered sticks into the wind. Some people going to Japan, DC, or was it all pretty well concentrated? So I got. So I got rolled back a few tests later after that. I classic I rolled into. So the first test kind of wiped out a decent portion of the class. Sure. Second and third test wiped out a decent portion of the class. The class was probably down to 70 people, 70, 60 people. Okay. After like a month. Wow. That's pretty yeah. serious attrition. Yeah. So I got rolled a few classes behind and the class I was in was literally a class of 15 people. Wow. So that's tiny. <laughs> they started with less. They actually started with less people. Oh, really? It was, it, they said there was 10 people when they started and then a few other people rolled that back from other classes. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Wow. And then they said we were full. <laughs> like you guys have 50 people you guys are way too full it was the weirdest thing i don't remember yeah. i don't remember why they said it but they're like nah you guys are full yeah well, keep, you rolling, keep rolling people into your class you guys have too many interesting okay so all right so not that many people i but did you all get orders kind of the same place or was it really random the fleet returnees the people with prior experience in the navy mm -hmm. who were maybe on des before this and they struck corpsman right uh, or people who are re-rating just you know for their next contract to maybe do something more medical after they leave right uh they so they got c schools so they got, got stuff it. like they they got corpsman surge tech uh i think a couple people got pharmacy a couple people got prev uh, preventative medicine mm -hmm. so things like that i think one person got lab okay med lab interesting uh and then the rest of us just got like it was it was all bethesda we all got bethesda maryland uh yeah. it was like c schools and then bethesda maryland for the rest of us okay yeah that makes sense yeah they don't give uh the choice orders a lot of times to the people coming right out of a school it's like you know, for, for Master at Arms, it's like, yeah, you're all going to a PRP command. It's either Washington or Georgia. That's it. And, yeah, probably much the same for for Corman, it sounds like. My friend my friend got Washington. My buddy who was in MA, he got Washington, too. Of yeah. course he did. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Memories. Not the good kind, either. But, all right. So you you get uh, orders to rent. Now, are you there for two or four years? At this command? I'm at two years. I have two okay. years. 
Yeah, I mean, that's usually pretty standard. Like they send you somewhere, your first command, it's usually two years. You know, maybe it's one year if they send you to Bahrain right off the bat. But um, yeah, usually they don't, usually they don't keep you there for four years. So when do you get to uh, pick your, pick your orders or fill out your dream I, sheet that'll get ignored? Yeah, I'm up for my first, first pick. Uh, so first look at picks is in two months. Oh, okay. Awesome. So in two months, I kind of get to pick. Yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't, what do they call that? Yeah. Your PRD window, permanent rotation duty. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they, they always change acronyms. Like it used to be uh CMS ID and now I forget what the hell they call it, but any, any ideas as to where you might want to go? Uh, I'm still hoping Greenside. So sure. all Greenside and California. California okay. is mostly what I want right at the moment. Awesome. Now, and, yeah, so you're talking about uh, Fleet Marine Force, FMF. So, yes. Uh, now, would you have to go to uh, to schools in between that to be able to, to go to one of those commands? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's two places you can go for uh, school schooling for being a corpsman. An FMF corpsman. It's Camp Lejeune in Jacksonville, North Carolina area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very gross. Yeah, from what I've heard. Yeah, try the water. And, <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard great things about the water. No, no, but you can get compensation. So. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're getting those emails too. Right, <laughs> no, I'm seeing uh, seeing it on the TV. I'm like, I don't know. Was I there in 1983? But yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think I was there. Me and the boys hanging yeah. out. Yeah, I'm well, and it's not like they've probably cleaned up their water recently. There's some barracks in Hawaii that just got shut down here in the last couple of years because the water was all screwed up. So, yeah. Okay, so Camp Lejeune is one school, and then uh, where's the uh, yeah. the other one? Camp Pendleton out in Oceanside, California. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially if you're if you're going to be stationed somewhere out west, they might they might send you there, but. Uh, is that so? They basically make that kind of like a little mini marine boot camp, or how long is uh, one of those? Yeah, schools? yeah. It's like uh, yeah. It's kind of like marine. It's I. I feel rude to just call it marine training. It's like marine training if it was like for your little brother, like <laughs> for like a toddler. Like it's chill. Like it's not as crazy as anything in those guys go through. Right. I right. wouldn't even compare it at all. Yeah. Except like. Yeah, you're doing stuff like you're rucking. You're doing PT constantly. They put you through their PT. Uh, you know we, you know how we have the PRT. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of put, a joke. <laughs> yeah, so they put us through their PRT, and ah, and then they just—it's just a lot of T triple C. So tackle combat care type stuff. Yep. Same. So. Which is like the last, that's the last test you do in core school. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to do that, but that's just almost every test. Okay. Yeah. And, and you do that for sense. two months. Well, certainly makes sense because that's kind of going to be the most, you know, common type of medicine you're going to see. Like you're not yeah. treating, you know, probably irritable bowel syndrome or, <laughs> you know, diabetic foot amputation or something like that. So, uh, <laughs> You you'd be surprised. Sometimes oh, yeah? it actually does go. Yeah, you end up at the hospital over there, and so you end up you might end up having to see like fair share of irritable bowel. Okay, all right. Yeah, maybe you'll be at Paris Island seeing some young marine. 
with you know yeah. throwing up or something like that this tummy happen. ache yes oh, for sure oh yeah that no that is true you know and now that i say that as soon as i said ibs i i do know a marine who had ibs so yeah that was a that was a dumb disease to throw out there but all right so uh yeah in two months you get to you get that now I imagine, you know, probably two-year orders again, because you signed up, what, for a, a four-year enlistment? Five years. So Five years, it, okay. So next duty station after this is three. Okay. All right. And then are you thinking of re-enlisting, or are you going, I think I got the medical experience I need. Let's start planning for civilian life. Uh, so I'm not I'm not totally made up, my, you know, on uh, re-enlisting yet. Mm-hmm. I'm go- I go back and forth with it a lot, talking to my friends. Uh, for me, I just, the way I see it is I don't have a crystal ball. Right, yeah. So Still I don't, in data yeah. collection phase. Yeah, like for all I know, maybe I'm in year four, I'm, I'm looking at the barrel of, okay, I'm about to get out. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I actually really like this. Right. Sure, let's do the reenlistment. Yep. Or eh, I appreciate my time here finish out my contract and you know sail off into the sunset and all that stuff exactly but I'm, so i'm playing it i'm just playing it one day at a time right now yeah oh that's that's all you can do but um are you uh are you enjoying it so far or i mean obviously if you're still open to re-enlisting at all it's uh can it be all bad oh yeah i don't i don't hate it or anything like that i don't like there's a reason i would never so I would never change any decision I made to get where I got now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. I, I went into the Air Force recruiting office. They, I asked for medical positions. They weren't offering them at that time. The guy was pushing a lot more IT type stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, well, that's just not what I'm, that's not what I'm about. That's not what I'm into. Yeah. And I randomly spoke to a Navy recruiter a guy I met on Facebook Marketplace. I was, gi- <laughs> I was giving him like a spin. I had a spin bike at my house that I got from my other job at an old gym that yeah. they just gave away to us because they were getting new spin bikes. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I need, a, I need some quick money or whatever. I haven't really been using this thing lately. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll just like sell this to someone. And there was this chief in the city oh, who I didn't know he was a chief until I got there. Uh, he, it was a gentleman on Facebook Marketplace who was trying to build a little uh, gym in his garage of his house in New Jersey. Okay. So, so he's like, I work in the city. Is there any chance you could bring it to me? I'll pay you extra. And I was like, you know what? Quick trip to the city. I'll do some open mics, whatever. Yeah. Sure. It's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. So I go there. Mind you, like, it's pretty, like, hot out at the time. It's, like, summer-ish, mm-hmm. late summer. So I'm, I'm walking around in, like, the full, like, Guido Dreamboat, like, outfit. I'm talking, like, the yeah, d- yeah dark blue jeans, uh, black black white beater and everything. Yeah. Like, I, might as- I think I had a chain around my neck at the time. Oh, yeah. I, I was yeah. rocking the cross. Yeah. I was oh, looking yeah. extra Long Island that day. Yes. Gotta let everyone know. Oh yeah, I was totally <laughs> Vinny from Jersey Shoring that shit. It was pretty big. Nice, yeah. nice. And so I go to this 
place in Tribeca. Mm-hmm. And I'm just waiting to see who this guy is because yeah. I didn't really have a good picture from him on Facebook Marketplace. He said, I'm just going to be wearing this uh, uniform. And he described the uniform to me. It was the NSU's looking right. back now. Right. It's like, I want, it's like, I'm wearing this, you know, so-and-so called uniform. There's going to be pins on my side right there and everything. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I see him and it's a chief in his NSU's flagging me down <laughs> trying, to, trying to have me roll the spin bike across the street in Tribeca to him. Oh boy. Busy street by the way. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I, 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 I helped him take it down to his uh, office downstairs in this uh, recruiting office. Okay. As he's talking to me, he's just like, you know, you're a young, fit guy. It's like every recruiting story ever. Yeah. Right sales pitch scale. after sales pitch, man. Those guys are good. Yeah. He's like, do you have any more weights or anything at home that you want to bring? And since you're going to come here like a second time, if you do, I mean, have you ever considered joining the Navy? And it was the whole, like, the guy just jumped right into it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. He's like, you're, you're fit. You're, you're a young, fit man. You, uh you want to put that towards something important like your country and i'm like mm-hmm. yeah yeah sure why not all right <laughs> <laughs> you got me yeah yeah, yeah. And i'm like damn dude chill 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 make me blush whoa jeez. <laughs> yeah usually if someone comments on your physique it's usually someone of the same gender and they're angling for something they're flattering you for some reason it's not out of the goodness of their heart Oh yeah, he immediately <laughs> put me through like the practice test they have. Yeah, the ASAP, the practice but the practice, yeah. Uh, I forget what was what was it the uh, AS? I'm trying to think. Not ASVAB. It's a something or another. I forget what it's yeah. called. They put me through the practice test. I scored okay on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asked me if I was considering joining any military branches, and I was like, "Well, actually, I talked to Air Force prior to this." Yeah, and. But honestly, I was looking for medical jobs and they didn't have them at the moment. Right. And he said, well, I could plug you into a quorum position, no problem. And I was like, all right, you're saying what I want to hear, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah, I uh, I don't know why. Like, I'd, I'd talked to the Army at first because I was looking at doing medical stuff. And the Army had jobs, but it was, like, really convoluted how you pick those jobs. Like... It's like uh, I I see myself getting screwed over here relatively quickly, and then I went and talked to the Navy, and like they just did not have anything for corpsmen. I was like, eh, all right, well, what else you guys got? Because they were pretty clear of like, look, you score well enough on the ASVAB, you know, you'll select whatever jobs they have available, but you know, you you've scored high enough on the practice, we think you'll score high enough on the real thing and be able to really have your pick of whatever you want. All right, so you know, it ended up obviously uh didn't end up with corman or really anything cool or anything that took a lot of brains but uh yeah that i it was totally reversed then you know it's just the navy totally had shut down corman and you know it was a really difficult rate to make rank in and now it sounds like it's opened up quite a bit <laughs> things have changed over the last 15 years or so if uh if you're able to go so that's great so how long ago was that that you were talking to that recruiter in tribeca that was so I I shipped out it was December fifteenth, twenty twenty one. I talked to that recruiter probably early September. 
Oh, okay. Early September, late August of 2021. Wow. It was pretty quick that I left. For sure. I, yeah. I I didn't waste too much time. I went the next week mm-hmm. to go to MEPS to go do the ASVAB, do the physical, do the full thing. Oh, wow. They had to keep me for three days because the day I came there to do the ASVAB, the computers were shut down. Uh, of course. Yeah, so I was literally just sitting around there for a day, filling uh, out paperwork, and then just chilling the rest of the day. Yeah. Not really able to. Well, yeah, there's nothing they can do for you until you have those ASVAB scores. You can't pick a job. It's, you know, if there's any extra tests that you have to do a medical or anything like that, like, you know, they don't really know until you have those test scores. So I just filled out all the base paperwork needed. And then after that, I did, uh, I, I just chilled at the hotel they put me up in that little like MEPS hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the day, uh, I think I had like three different I've yeah, so three days, so three different roommates. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And, and no on on God, all three of them were uh everyone was going for the Marines. There oh, was really? all oh, they were all eighteen, yeah. seventeen or eighteen years old, all trying to go for the Marines. Yeah. Wow. And they also all got progressive they got progressively shorter as yeah. like each as I got each roommate and, <laughs> and the height was starting at the first one was like five foot four. Oh, wow. And short dudes, short dude. And it was, a feels rude. Not to say he was a hefty fella. He was a bigger boy and they just got shorter and heavier as they went along. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? You guys are the Marines. This is the Marines. I'm like high attrition rate for, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But do but so it was pretty crazy. It was three days. Second day, I did all the medical stuff. Okay. Everything medical. I did the duck walk. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. I got, I had them, you know, do the full head to toe, get down to your skivvies, like full check. Yeah. It was an angry, uh, angry elderly Asian man that was yelling at us to go into the room to get seen. It was a doctor. Dude, all these doctors are like centenarians. Like they're all so old. It's crazy. <laughs> it, I don't know what it, was, it is. He he was very matter of fact. He would just point at you and go, "You get in here. Take off your clothes." <laughs> well, they and get I'm a like, kick out of it, you know. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, dude, chill. Jeez. Yeah, it's like, all right, where can I practice medicine? And it's a positive if I don't have a bedside manner what to do, what to do, you know, <laughs> so they ship him off to MEPS. That's great. This guy was, I mean, this guy was killing it. He yeah. was nailing the job. Yeah. He was crushing it. Good. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. Uh, uh, your third day, they actually get you through Third the day, ASVAB. I finally got to do the ASVAB. Yeah. After they did all the, after they poked me, prodded me, oh, did wow. the full dental, they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to do your ASVAB today. And you're like, all right. I was so tired too the night before because my roommate that night was super loud and was was just keeping me up late. Was it like his last night before he got shipped out? No, he was there to take his, he was literally there to take his ASVAB. That was it. Wow. Eh, Go figure. What a dork. (laughs) It's good, good preparation for boot camp, I guess. Just someone being loud. I see you keeping you up at night the first like two days. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good positive outlook. 
but uh but hey you did well enough on the asvab you got to got to pick corman and have that all work out so that's great yeah yeah nice yeah so um you know it obviously remains to be seen if you're going to get out after this first enlistment re-enlist what you're going to do but uh what kind of medical stuff would you want to do uh once you do get back to civilian life so I honestly was just considering just doing paramedic, things like that, paramedicine. Sure. Uh, I, As much as I do like the idea of it, the further I got into medicine while I was here, mm-hmm. I, I was like, all right, I'm going to do my job here the best I can. I love my job here. Smart. I don't think I can do medicine on the, when I get out. So I started going back to actually my old – uh, when I w- originally went to college for, which mm-hmm. is I'm not taking college, I'm not taking classes to get my English degree. Okay. So I can teach. Yeah. So I can teach high school English and stuff again. Okay. Yeah. I, I just saw the job opportunities and I was like, I don't, I appreciate what nurses do. I appreciate what doctors do. Yeah. I appreciate what paramedics do. I'm like, I'm getting my fill right now and I'm good. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I want to get my fill woman, and then after that, just you know, go, go and teach a class somewhere of angry teens. <laughs> well, yeah, you'll have the discipline to uh, to deal with the little shits. It'd be perfect. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. and uh, you know, you've got several years that you know. I remember even you know, shore duty work tempos could be insane. So, you know, it's even taking a class here and there is is pretty pretty tough to do but um how far along were you in college uh before you started doing navy stuff uh year and a half at a year and a half college okay so i mean you still have some gen eds to that you could take and start using up some tuition assistance to uh get knock some classes out of the way before you even get out oh yeah i'm i'm doing the full thing phosphor going for my Pell grant that whole all that stuff perfect yeah yeah no, good Using stuff. Using that GI Bill when I get out. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I'm saying like, uh, even while you're in, like the Navy has like a stipend. I I forget what it. I think they've updated it now, but like they'd pay for up to two hundred fifty dollars of credit. They've still got that, right? The tuition assistance. So they offer TA. They only offer it uh, three years uh, into your three years into your contract now. So it's oh, three years really? in. Yeah. Oh, so damn. three years in, you get to apply for it. And uh, even then, it's like, does it work with your leadership and your commands needs right. for you? Wow. Yeah. They, I think for us, and it wasn't even like a hard and fast rule, but it was, you couldn't do it for a year until after a year after you got to your first command. And I did end up doing it, but it was all very like unofficial and like they, signed off on stuff it wasn't that big a deal but yeah three years wow well i guess they really want to make sure that you're going to finish your first four years before they start throwing money at your education <laughs> oh yeah they want to know that they're like all right this guy's gonna be here so. yeah wow well yeah they probably figure that's when they're starting to get a, their return on investment on you they can invest a little bit more so all right yeah well uh you know good luck on your uh Pursuing your education, I mean, certainly no no negative can come from that. And then, you know, once you got your GI Bill, gosh, especially if you go back to Long Island, 
you're getting a pretty sweet BAH, you're getting your tuition covered, all that good stuff. It's a, it's a pretty sweet yeah. deal. Pretty good deal, yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, uh, if you, I mean, you're kind of not too far removed from, from the whole process yourself, uh, and you're seeing what the military is like in real time, if you knew anyone who was looking at joining the military, would you have any advice for them? Hmm. Uh, my advice would be talk to everybody while you're looking at branches. Like I would never give anyone the hard push, like join the Navy. Like that would never yeah. be my hard push. Yeah. Uh, I'd say talk to everyone, really look at what works for you mm -hmm. and what's going to be the best for you in the long run. Mm -hmm. Uh, that being said, I'll, I will tell people like, Hey, if you do want to enlist, enlist, uh, or if you got a degree to you, become an officer, just join the active military in any way. That I would root for. I would say, like, hey, like if you wanna join, I you know, I it did it did me good. I yeah. feel like it's done me good. I'm happy with what I've done. I'm happy with what I get to do, and I'm happy with what I'm gonna do in the future. So oh, that's, that's what I can say right now. Oh, that's, that's great. Well, and especially, you know, probably just based on your experience, you know, shop around, you know, if one, one branch is shutting you down for what you really want to do, uh, there's a few others to choose from that <laughs> probably yeah. are next door. Yeah. And, and I think also just probably be, uh, if I had any advice for anyone who's just going to become uh, a corpsman or whatever rate they choose, hey, like, honestly, the one big takeaway you're going to make a lot of friends for sure. Like no matter, no matter how terrible of a day you're having, how awful of a long 12 hour, 14 hour, God knows how long shift you're doing. Yep. You will make permanent friends and you're going to be looking back and go, wow, that was so fun. Yeah. I, I'm looking back at core school, my first few months here, even mm -hmm. uh, boot camp. Honestly, people are like boot camp's terrible. I'm like, boot camp was so fun. Yeah. I guess now that I'm out of it now, I'm like, now you're out of it now. You're like, yeah, hey, boot camp was fun. You're like, yeah. Well, and, and probably like you know, like that chief said, you know, you were in good shape when you went. I knew a lot of people that couldn't run at any pace a mile, let alone a mile and a half. And it was like, what? Are, are you, you're being serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I got out of shape when I was in boot camp. Probably the same thing for you. You probably Oh yeah. I, got I mean lazy I was soft. You're not you're not lifting really. You're doing only calisthenics. They yep. say they you think boot camp and you think PT and you're gonna be like, I'm probably gonna be running every day. I'm gonna be running miles on top of miles. Yeah. Nope. You're doing like a mile and a half, maybe a mile like every other day. Yeah. Yeah. And and then training, training inside the compartment. Which yeah. You remember where that PT in the compartment was? You're like, this is PT. I'm like, it's kind of rough, but you're like, sometimes. It's not, it's not that bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're not in the Marine Corps. You're not in the army or in a special unit or anything like that. It's pretty, pretty basic stuff. Um, well, and I, uh, I just got out of the reserves last year and we had like our, we had uh, our first PRT after two years because they shut everything down due to COVID. And I had actually been training for like a year 
before, you know, I'd have been back in the gym and running a lot and everything else. And uh, I smoked that PRT and got perfect scores. It also helps that I'm old and a woman, so it's like, it's not as hard. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but it, yeah, it wasn't that hard. And then, you know, the then they had the last one before I got out, like we had to run for real, like it was going to count. I didn't do as well. I kind of kind of slacked off because I thought I had already run my last PRC. Oops. But even so, it was like, I mean, we had like 30-something people running the mile and a half, and I was the last one to start, but like the sixth person to finish. And it's like, what are you, all you people doing it's all day? Like, it's insane. Like, I'm kind of overweight. Like, I shouldn't be this fast. <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Navy. Yeah, Navy's not hard. You're, you're not even overweight, though. I've seen you. I've seen your gym pics and everything like that. You you post your gym shit and everything. Uh, well, are, I, aren't you still lifting? Yeah, I still lift. I just I eat way too much. It's like if I just if I just ate the calories I needed per day, I'd be I'd be ripped. But like I kind of I got kind of a belly. It's kind of <laughs> slows me down a little bit, but not that much. It's like I'm still running, you know, eleven minute mile and a half, pretty easy. I don't know what the hell everyone else is doing. Eh, whatever. I mean, Navy's easy. Yeah, I mean, I think you also know this. Like, as soon as everyone got to their command after A school, everyone got super just chill on everything. Oh, yeah. If you don't have to PT, why would you? <laughs> no. Nah, yeah. And you, like, we did mandatory PT with my clinic for a few weeks yeah. when I got here. And then after that, it was never again. It was just like, all right. Now it's just up to you. Do your own thing. Well, that's what was crazy, you know, when I was on active duty. Because, yeah, like you say, once you got to A school, I never set foot inside the gym at our A school. I was there for two months. Just never, never got around to it. Never did it. And then at my first command, I mean, yeah, we PT'd a little bit, like, when we first got there, like, in orientation and whatnot. And then I never really did. I'd, you know, there'd be a couple of spurts here and there where I'd be working out with a friend, but it was like, I never really, I never worried about passing the PRT. It's like, it's not hard. Just throw down a few push ups, few, at the time, sit ups. Yeah. Now you guys do planks and run and try not to throw up. That's it. It's that it's easy. It's really not that hard. It's so not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like, for some people. Yeah. But what? Well, there was people that I saw, I'm like, people put on like, uh, I've been here about coming up on a year now. There's people I saw four months, five months into the command where I'm like, did this dude just put on like 60 pounds? You're like, Holy like shit. dramatic, like dramatic weight. Yeah. Like, where you're like, whoa. Yeah. Dude. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Some people just really balloon up, man. I, and they can get away with it once they make chief. <laughs> <laughs> this chief PRT is pretty easy. Pretty good. That's what I hear. The weigh-ins even easier. Yeah. Yeah. They always, they always pass tape. They always pass tape. They always make weight. Yeah. They're... Funny how that works. Those dudes are just athletes. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> Old man strength. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, just good. Just good discipline. Good yeah. discipline. Yeah. Good course. order and discipline. Uh, now I'm sure the work days that you have and every, all your other responsibilities makes it tough, but, uh, have you checked out much of the comedy scene around DC or kind of, kind of lying low? I've, 
so I've gone to a few of the open mics around here and a few of the shows. Mm -hmm. It is it is pretty different from, I mean, Long Island, you know, the city, Queens, New York, all that stuff, the scene around sure. there, yeah. because it's very booked. Like even the open mics here are very extremely like. There's like a booking process for them. Really? Like there's a lot of open mics now where you're like you have to send a tape, and it has to be wow like eight minutes of you doing this and that and also they have like a little thing put under it they, they have like a website dedicated to this system open mics around here it's like all right you have to send in this tape uh you also your material also can't be problematic in these certain ways so like oh man racist racist uh sexist uh <laughs> There goes my whole act. <laughs> yeah, gender. Yeah, I'm like, damn, I'm fucked. Yeah. Wow. Like, well, there goes 20 of my 21 minutes. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. It sounds like the most boring open mics ever. What a bummer. Right? Yeah. Like, it's it just feels weirdly tame. Yeah, and yeah. And also very overbooked. I don't I don't enjoy that process. But yeah. I've gone to a few other open mics aside from those ones, and they're pretty nice. Good good like this there's some really funny people around here oh i'm sure generally generally some really funny dudes like like really funny people good you just have to find your mic where you can you just have to find your place where you can get it same same in new york of course find where it works for you yep yep definitely true it, oh. it is weird that i it is kind of weird to me uh our crossing in the uh escalator of yeah yeah like, like <laughs> going to comedy and yeah. then going from stand up to the nave. Yeah, yeah. Just like waving hi at each other at the little X right there. You're like, hey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of uh, you know, different life trajectories. What are you gonna do? But by the end of the by the end of our lives we'll have covered all the bases. Just, you know, different different routes. Awesome. Well, uh Devin, I really appreciate you sharing everything and uh telling your story um any any other parting words of wisdom anything you want to add or uh anyone you want to want to roast or tell to drop dead uh people to tell to drop dead uh, uh, mm. maybe there's a grudge you want to air i have no idea <laughs> it's uh, an open forum that air force recruiter oh you're gonna catch hands as soon as i see you dude oh boy <laughs> dude you're gonna catch it so hard oh my god He's probably in stationed in like Mountain Home, Idaho now. I'll never see him again. <laughs> oh right. no, it's, it's gonna be even worse. He got like the best duty station. He's like, I'm in England for the next few years. I'm like, well, all right, dude. Yeah, enjoy your yeah. mad cow disease then. <laughs> yeah, enjoy driving on that other side of the road. Yeah, loser. Uh, I know. I would. I know. Even a hundred percent sober, I would fuck that up. So I'm glad I've never been to England. <laughs> Oof. All right. Well, uh, Devin, again, sincerely appreciate it, man. Um, good luck to you down in DC. Uh, let me know if you're ever back up in Long Island for a visit and uh, keep me posted on how uh, those next set of orders go. Absolutely. I'll tell you, we'll do this interview again uh, a little bit down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have to have you back for an update. <laughs> yeah. Salty. Salty is the word. Yeah. Salty. <laughs> Sorry. Salty. Sorry. Let's go hand in hand. Apparently. That, that they do. But uh, again, appreciate it so much and uh, have a great rest of your day. All right, you too.